Rods Media Machine presents the Blues with the Dudes podcast. Maybe I'm recording now. Maybe I'm talking into the microphone. Maybe, maybe we got a loud motorcycle. Motorcycle. And maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Garnier Fruit Tees. (laughs) (laughs) What's that song? I feel like it's a um, like a blur song. Is that what it is? Song two. Song two. Fluke Tees. I think it's the only blur song I know. Who the fuck comes up with that name? Garnier Fruit Tees. I have no clue what you're talking about. The top of this microphone works better for my face. Yeah, this sounds the side of the microphone. Like just this one side though. This other side is like talking to a wall. It's like talking to Jesus. Hey guys, (laughs) welcome back to another episode (laughs) of Brews with the Dudes podcast. I am Jake Lindquist. I am Donnie Allen. And we are brought to you by solder. Solder? Solder. <laughs> <laughs> so it's another week, another dollar or two. Yeah. Uh, you Actually, uh, you're not making any dollars uh, God, right no, now. I'm on FMLA right now. <laughs> you're off. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you watched the last podcast, you probably saw that Donnie popped out a baby. Yep. That's why I look slightly slimmer in the hips. Mm-hmm. But, yep. uh, yeah. We have a kid. Your pelvis split open and a baby crawled Just out, <laughs> like right out of the dick hole. Yeah, it's kind of like having yeah. Taco Bell, but less messy. It comes out of the dick hole, though. <laughs> Does your Taco Bell come out of the dick hole? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, yeah, so um, you... Okay, so uh, give me the baby stats. What's the baby stats? Uh, she's white. She batting 300. <laughs> <laughs> she's white. Okay, good, good. Well, that's... Um, <laughs> I mean, you guys were planning on it being white, so yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good I'm, thing. I'm really surprised that uh, we don't have citizenship in another country, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so she is six pounds, four ounces born. Uh, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday, and it's now at 6.6. She took her first dump, and now she's down to four pounds. There was a little <laughs> bit of a scare there. Um, well, all of our kids are kind of small, so they have a hard time feeding a little bit, which just means more more bottle time, essentially. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so she's actually got a little bit of hair to her. Her name is... A little bit of hair, like, on her back? or She's got just a little mustache going on. She's got a stash. <laughs> no hair on the top, just just this, like, little little square yeah. on her upper lip. Yeah. Just, I don't know. She's, you know what has to happen, right? <laughs> well, if she takes... If you have an opportunity to kill baby Hitler, do you kill baby Hitler? <laughs> You Not it, if it's yours, right? You, you give it you 10 can. years to see where it goes. Okay, that's fair <laughs> enough. If she's like... When, um, when the cats go missing, then you kill baby then, Hiller. Then you got to kill baby Hiller. Um, <laughs> yeah. So her name is Ember, uh, middle name Rose, and she only cries when she's hungry. That's like she's amazing. stupid chill. She's just like her dad. Yeah, pretty much. She's very, very chill. Um, like She's not even a week old yet. She was born at 2.26 a.m., and that, that mm-hmm. whole experience was kind of weird. So when we left the house, um, she thought she was going into labor, wasn't quite there yet, wasn't dilated all the way. Mm-hmm. And her water actually didn't break. We thought it did on the way in. She just pissed herself a little bit? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> with, with how shitty Duluth roads are, I'm surprised she didn't shit herself on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> well, she did. She just wiped before anybody had to look. <laughs> um, but yeah, they. she got the epidural, which is a big fucking shot in the back yeah that's no joke which they don't let me be in the room for oh that's right yeah. you don't like um you don't like needles no i don't i hate needles yeah so i've is, seen it yeah they they it's straight, horrifying they straight up like we don't allow dads because they pass out mm. yeah um so yeah she got that and then her from the waist down like nothing worked it was oh actually, yeah it was kind of it's crazy it's kind of cool to see but and for her, she she seemed to think it was kind of awesome, too, because they're like, okay, we need you to sit it up. And she's like, well, I, I can't do shit. Oh, wait, <laughs> she didn't get an epidural with the other two? Uh, not with Roman. She did with Harper. Holy crap. So just Roman just fell out Roman, of Roman, we were there. We got to the hospital at like 1130, I think. And he was born hmm. at 130. Whoa. And they were just like, yeah, you ain't got time. Like, you don't need it, kid. Yep. You're, Give you're a going. push. Poop a little bit. Um, there it is. So, yeah, they had her bounce on a medicine ball and do all these other things that are supposed to help induce labor. And it wasn't quite making the progress needed. Mm-hmm. So, at like 1 o'clock, they gave her um, p- Pitocin? Is that what yep, it's called? Pitocin. Yeah, Pitocin. And 
she was laying on her side and they make you flip. They come in, they rotate you side to side. So that way it numbs out the entire, or it, it takes effect all the way. And the epidural doesn't just numb one side of the body and not the other and all that. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I got, got some pain and all that. Well, we'll, we'll rotate you and see how you're doing. And they rotate her, wait a couple of minutes. Oh, the pain's still there. So they laid on her back. Like, okay, well, let's check out and see what's going on. I might as well see how far dilated you are. And the nurse went like that. And he went like that and said, hey, your kid's head's right there. <laughs> and they called in the, the, the midwife and the doctor and all that. And she pushed three times and kid came out. Wow. And that was that. I was like half asleep and all this was happening. That's pretty amazing. Because I'm like, oh, so they're just getting her situated. I can kind of go back to bed. Well, as back to bed as you can in a recliner in a hospital mm-hmm. room. Oh, yeah. And as soon as she said, no, the head's right there, I kind of was like, Wait, what? <laughs> you perked like, up and like, I'm going to be a dad sooner than I thought. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Then That's really awesome, super, man. Super quick at, at that point, And now we were there for like a day, day and a half. Yeah. Your stay was like really, really short. But I feel like that isn't it that always the case. So like if you're your second, third, fourth time parent, generally, you're in and out pretty quickly. Th- First timers, they take a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. I think with Harper, we were there for like three days. Mm-hmm. But for Ember, yeah, they, they're like, okay, we just need to check her vitals and her blood sugar level mm. after she eats for 24 hours. And if, she, if she's clear, she's fine. So that poor kid, every couple hours when she was eating, they'd come and they'd stab her in the foot and t- put a little <laughs> blood on the car. And be like, okay, <laughs> she's good. That but poor she, thing. Well, she was never close. Oh, hey, that's a very deep sounding spot. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to talk to the top. I feel like it's clear. Sorry, guys. Anyway, go on. Yeah, so that poor kid got poked a ton of times. Did you say they were doing, like, glucose levels? Uh, they're doing blood sugar. Yeah, glucose. glucose yeah. I don't, I don't know medical shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it was all super smooth, and she came home. and That's she's been, awesome. She's been really chill. Um, I have a picture on my phone that I sent you of our, it's my wife holding Ember and our baby St. Bernard sitting next to my wife. Oh, and it's, it's extraordinary. They're staring at each other and you're like, that's six pounds and that's 110 pounds <laughs> and you're both babies. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, it's, it's really incredible. Like uh, the youngest thing in our house is actually our dog, yeah. <laughs> Oslo. Like he is... Um, quite a bit younger than my daughter which is crazy because my daughter is just this little drooly squealy little baby just like a six month old just like a puppy yeah she She doesn't bark though not not yet because i'd have to no i'd have to put the shock collar on her if she She, started she's got one of this bad behavior that every time the door (laughs) rings she just starts going crazy yeah right (laughs) oh man everybody is healthy and home and all that good stuff i took two weeks off which is me pretty much dealing with not I should say dealing with the other kids. That sounds awful. <laughs> Spending dealing. time with our other two. That sounds very <laughs> regrettable. God damn it, I got to deal with these kids. It's, it's more like just getting Harper, you know, getting her morning going. She's got school three days a week, so getting her off to school, picking her up, keeping mm-hmm. Roman entertained. Um, you know, my wife will take a nap once in a while, or just simply wants to shower. Okay, here you go. Yeah, but I'm also trying to get all my projects done at the same time because like I don't have work. I can get <laughs> I can get caught up on my shit. Isn't that a beautiful thing? It's lovely. If I could not ever work again, I'd be perfectly <clears> okay. <throat> oh my god! <laughs> I know, I know. I'd get so much shit done. Right. I mean, it, well, in a, for a lot of people, you serve you work a job that actually serves a purpose. Yeah. So, which is um, kind of nice. There's a lot of people whose jobs are so, I guess, kind of pointless. There's a lot of desk job people that are just literally <laughs> say like, I I don't know what I do like. And, and that's like all the people that are just miserable at their jobs because day in, day out, they go there and they're like, I really don't need to be here. I really don't. Like most of my work is done in 10 hours out of the 40 hour week. And I'm just sitting here pretending to be busy because my boss comes by and goes like, whoa, you, you we're, know. we're paying you. We're paying for all of this. Yeah, Do exactly. Something. Well, and you get penalized, you know, because you never want to like admit that you don't have work. So then you end up in that situation. I mean, my my company is not like that. And they they tend to give you more shit than, (laughs) you know, where you're always busy. But there are those jobs out there, you know. So at least you you serve a a fairly decent purpose at work. It does. Usually miserable. Oh, I'm always miserable at work. But yeah. Yeah. But you can't. That's another conversation for another podcast. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) 
Yeah, man. So it's it's got to be nice, though, to just, like, get a stretch of time off and go crank out some tasks around the house. It, what's cool, like, it, so I didn't realize that you were going to be doing the sidewalk. Like, I, you're going to do neither did I. concrete <laughs> in that way. Like, I thought that you were just going to be doing, like, a stone path or something with pavers and, and all that sort of thing. You went straight to, like, screw that. This thing's permanent. We're doing concrete. Yes, it, it came down to a couple of things. Um. We're going to be in that house until the kids are well out of school and the wife and I simply don't need a big house for the two of us. Totally. Yep. So we're going to say at minimum now 18 years, almost to the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least. Um, so we'll say 20 years to have a buffer room. Yeah. So you figure 20 years of snowstorms, rain, all that kind of stuff, shoveling. Mm-hmm. It just made sense to do a sidewalk. It's like, yeah, it I really don't, does. I didn't want to deal with pavers every two or three years and having them come on, you know, just shift mm-hmm. and all that kind of bullshit. I just want to just be done. Put it in, be done. Never worry about it ever again. Ever. Yeah, that's really and a it, good point. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a sidewalk. So it shouldn't really crack over time or anything like that. It shouldn't give you too much drama. No, you it, know, it's uh, it's funny, though, that you're doing concrete because then it gets me thinking like, OK, cool. So I, I don't have a lot of experience with concrete. Never done it in my life. So now you're going to know what you're doing <laughs> and now we're going to do concrete everything. So <laughs> well, you're going to come over here and we're just going to do concrete sidewalks everywhere. We're going to build a skate park. And we're gonna, exactly. <laughs> we're going to redo your slab so it's actually even oh and doesn't freaking get we'll water. Jackhammer a hole out over here and fix it. Oh, my God. It actually, so far, I mean, it sucks. The digging has sucked. Mm-hmm. But my buddy who's done concrete work is, he's, you know, telling me the next step and what we need and all this and that. It doesn't sound too bad. Right. Yeah. He's like, you dig. You don't, it doesn't even need to be super flat. Just get your depths kind of equal. And then you put your grade five down, and that's what actually kind of levels it out more. Class five? Class five. Yeah. yeah. And then you frame it, and you put some more class five down, and then you mix concrete and water and fucking pour <laughs> it. pour it. Yeah, and then well, and flatten it out. One of the, I think one of the tricks is like the amount of water you put into it. And then there's something, I think like you want to get the milky part on the top of it so that it's smoother. And then you, uh, what are they called? Screeding or something where they've got like a texture that they put on the top of it. Well, and it's like a brush though. What he's, what my buddy told me, what we're going to do is we're going to let it set up a little bit and then you very gingerly with your broom, go over the top of it back and forth. Yeah. And it adds a little bit of texture to keep it from getting slippery. Yeah, exactly. Which that's, is, that's all that it is. He's like, do you have a broom? I'm like, of course I have a fucking broom. Yeah. <laughs> kind of dumb question. Do you have a broom that? you don't give a shit about? Yeah. yeah. Do you have a pair of shoes? I mean, yeah, if we're going to ask dumb questions. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, because I, I really want to get some practice in doing that. Because, again, like I'm thinking, I, I need to add some stuff out here. So, <laughs> Well, if you're <laughs> free. To get your feedback. If you're free between 9 a.m., and 11.30 on Saturday, and then from probably 3 until 5, we'll be working on it. Those could not be more unfree times, because <laughs> <laughs> I've got my son all day on yeah. Sunday. And we have a baby shower we have to go to. Oh, that's funny. Saturday. So wait, how's that going to work for pouring concrete? We're going to put the frame in and the class 5 in the morning, mm. and then after the baby shower, okay. pour the concrete. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that should be fun. I mean, it, like I can always swing out three to five and <laughs> bring Atticus with, and um, I can let him jump in it, and you know it'll be great. Uh, that's fine. My wife like, so why is there a big hole in that? Don't don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, in, cool, man. Anyways, yeah. So yeah, cool. That's task. that's been life for the last week. Mm-hmm. I have one more week left, and I, I remember telling you like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get the BMW, I'm gonna get the electrical done, and the engine bay painted. I'm aiming to get the electrical done. <laughs> um, the weather's so nice. You have a week to do that, and I am going to bet that you will get some of it done, but you won't get it done. I don't say that. Because I thought the electrical on this thing was only going to take me a month, and I'm pretty sure it's been two months. Well, my goal was to get all of the house projects done this week because the weather's mm. been super co- cooperative. Yeah, yeah. And because like after the sidewalk's done, I don't really have a whole lot of the house that I wanted to tackle. It's like clean up the yard. Okay, so we're breaking, you know, that's an afternoon's worth of work. Mm-hmm. Um, but next week, I'm going to try to be out in the garage more. All depends on how the kids are doing, too. I mean, Roman was a little shit this morning, and we just had to get him out of the house because he, <laughs> he woke up at 530 and just wasn't going to have it. Just, mm. just being a little ass. 
Yeah, that happens, man. I mean, uh, my little dude's definitely, he's woken up like some absurdly early times. And then, I mean, then he's tired the rest of the day mm-hmm. because it sucks because you're not going to get up at 530 with him. No. You're just like, okay, <laughs> you'll go in, you'll maybe change a diaper or, you know, in this case, he's potty training. So you bring him to the crapper, let him take a shit, yep. throw him back in his room be like, you should really lay down because I'm going to go do that. Yeah. And see, and here's the thing <laughs> is I'll get about four feet from his door and then you won't open his door. But he'll unlatch the door. Oh, you know? So you'll oh. hear that that hundred year old house with the original doors in it. So you still hear that old doorknob creak, mm-hmm. and then the sound of the door being released from its frame. That's so and funny. It, you won't open it, but if you kind of peek around the corner, you'll just see this little eye just staring out there. <laughs> is he just like trying to figure out if it's like safe to go out? Or yeah, what? pretty much. He's like, is anybody watching the door? Oh, that's so but, funny. Like the, the thing is, though, is if he sees you, he'll shut the door and you can hear his little feet run like he's going back into bed. It's like you're not really you're not hiding from anybody. Can, no, you've already been caught no. being out of bed. So Chloe and I have talked a little bit about how jealous we are of how um, I don't want to say easy. It's not the right word. It's like your kids are they're not as destructive. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, no, it depends on the day. If I, they're so, destructive towards each other than they are <laughs> to the house. Are they? Okay. Usually that's okay. So I haven't seen that. So that's, that, that's probably something I'm missing. So if we, Atticus can't get out of his room. He has one of those twisty knobs yeah. on the door handle. Fuck. Why did Hey, babe, we need to buy one of those. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Dude. That's what it's we just need for a, the kids. It's a little knobby thing. It's a, yep. it's a cover that goes over and it. And you have to squeeze and it. And you have to squeeze it just right. That's exactly what we need. Uh, so, and here I'm thinking like you guys just choose not to do that because you're like, no, we'll just like I let never them learn their it. own way or we'll just like Hit we'll correct the behavior. <laughs> exactly. Just punch the kid in the head if he does it. We go through wooden um, rulers quite a bit in my house. <laughs> yeah, get the wooden spoon. Um, so... We do that with my son because if he got loose, my God, he would, he would just, so, okay. My wife sent me a picture tonight <laughs> while we're in the garage get, trying to get set up because we're having some technical difficulties. Imagine that. No way. And, um, she sends me a picture of my son who is not going to sleep. He's, he's restless and fooling around in his room. He's a fucking bucket on his head, <laughs> laying in bed and apparently just like squealing and being silly and stuff. So that, and that'll give you an idea of how wild this child is so if if he's allowed to be out he'll open the door and go into lumen's room and start fucking with her he'll go downstairs and let the dog out he'll start playing with things that he shouldn't and just like everything this kid destroyed he's figuring out how to get out like the big doors like this kid is oh fuck you'd come outside and be sitting on the sidewalk yeah playing with a truck or something or like in the middle of the road no he's just he's wild so He's wild, but he's also like he'll listen for the most part if you're there. <laughs> you turn your back on him, though. That's, that <laughs> it's like a different Roman. different situation. So, anyways, like, he's a little bit younger than Roman. I think he's like six months younger. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um. So he's, uh, you know, six more months. He'd probably be. He'd probably listen a little bit better. You know, there's a, a lot that's going to happen in those six months, maybe. So I have to maybe ask that. Have you had a moment yet in parenting where you you had to take action, like really firm action on on something? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then regret what you did? Um, Like regret the correction? Yes. Like regret correcting re- the kid? Re- regret how you handled said situation. Oh, my God. Regret just how you handle it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's like... I'm trying to think of like an example. Um, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like raising a kid is like a never ending um, humbling experience because you catch yourself like I either get too irritated or I react with negative reinforcement rather than positive reinforcement. Like there's a multitude of those situations that inevitably happen, especially with your oldest. Yeah, I I had a moment last was it last week? Yeah. Yeah. That I I felt like shit. Oh for like yeah. Three days. It just ate me. Mm-hmm. Um 
So Harper for the last month, month and a half has been going through a phase where she she's not listening. She's just been an over the top mm-hmm. handful and not listening, being mean to her brother constantly, breaking his shit, all sorts of stuff. And my mother-in-law found out at a garage sale a, a little kid's drum set. My oh, kid okay. fucking loves drums. Absolutely loves it. And one of the drums was sitting on the ground and we were getting ready to go to the store. She didn't want to go and she was all upset. She walked by and put her foot through his drum set. Oh, she wow. saw the drum and just stepped on it. Oh, and just broke his drum. I dragged her upstairs by her arm, mm-hmm. yelled to her. I, I, I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, yelled at her, gave her the, the big spiel about how you need to respect other people's property and all this, mm-hmm. this, and this. And then for some reason, my mind's like, well, we need to make this even eye for an eye. <laughs> so, Oh no. What did um, you smash? She had, I bought for, it was cheap. It was like five bucks at Menards, mm-hmm. but it was a unicorn thing about yay big. It was plastic and it has little bulbs in it. And there's a switch on the back. You turn on all the bulbs light up. Mm-hmm. And my daughter is obsessed with unicorns. Like I am with the big Lebowski. Oh, she no. is obsessed with unicorns. I, I think I see where this is going. Um, so I grabbed it and I looked her dead in the eyes and I said, would you like it if I broke your stuff? Mm. And she said, no. I'm like, okay. And I snapped it in half in front of her. Holy. And I told her, <laughs> I'm like, next time you break, you go to break something of your brother's. Think about what you what I'm gonna do to your stuff. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> oh. Wow! <laughs> she was from me to you away when I I in front you of her and just snapped it in, in front half of her. and then went through it in the trash. Holy shit! I did buddy. not. I had no clue what to do. I was just sick of her not listening and being yeah. just being a dick. Yeah. For lack of better words, she's been a dick to her brother constantly. And I was just like, no, you you put your foot through something that kid absolutely <laughs> loves. He yeah. sees me mess around. I'm not. I don't play drums. I'm trying to learn drums, but he sees me play on that, and he he loves it. He's obsessed with it. And so when he got his own little drum set, that's all he wanted to do. And then she put her fucking foot through it, and I just I just lost my goddamn mind. Oh man! I'm <sighs> like, you you don't fucking do that. So uh, that's both like amazing and fucking ruthless like so okay um my initial reaction is like holy shit dude but also um i kind of feel like well you just okay so by millennial parent standards that is i don't know probably negative reinforcement you know like that millennial parents are always trying to be like Oh, there's like a better, more passive way to handle it. And da, da, da. Well, we're you not know gonna what? Go, Sometimes we're not gonna go drink skim milk and fucking, you know, <laughs> yoga and shit to figure it out. No. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> like, it, you know, this is especially the case with boys. I feel like, but apparently, your daughter needed it. Um. Yeah. You just have to be fucking like black and white. Like signet, like there is no more black and white eye for an eye situation where it's like you smash something that boy adores, and you look her in the eye and you snap her toy in front of her and say like, if you fucking do that again, it will be the next toy that you love. Yeah. That is so <laughs> hardcore, you know. Like, um, it was probably like traumatic for her. Oh yeah, she. But I, she, she was crying. <laughs> here's the thing, like. So, okay, this is where it comes down to, like, parents, uh, all these, like, fucking obnoxious social media, mo- like, especially with millennials and Gen Xers, like, there's just this fucking, like, coddling bullshit that happens with kids. Y- okay, so someday Harper could be the kid who's fucking, who keys somebody's vehicle. Oh, God, I'd beat the piss out of her. But here's the thing, though, like, maybe, and I'm not saying she would turn out to be that way, but maybe... Maybe if she was allowed to kind of like, you know, barely get any kind of intervention with like, you know, smashing her brother's toy or something that might springboard that that state of mind into what else can I get away with? And that just Mm -hmm. keeps going. Exactly. You know, that's a domino effect of like, oh, I can be an asshole and get away with it. So I'm an asshole in this situation a year later. And it's all cause and effect. Yeah. And what you might have just done was like interrupt that entire thought process and put it in such a blunt and painful way that she will never forget that you respect other people's shit. Yep. 
Oh, and I've I've told her. It, I mean, it's harsh. It's definitely harsh, and she, you you said it yourself. Like you feel kind of some regret about it's it. It's like the worst thing I've ever done as a parent. Like it, mm-hmm. it chewed at me for three days. Um, no, you had to look at her. So that's oh, probably a big part yeah. of it. You had to look her in the eyes and go like, "Ooh, boy, she's <laughs> sobbing. She's really sad." Uh, Was that the wrong thing to do? You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, well. I, she might not be a serial killer now. Ho- hopefully. So there you go, no, dude. I we mean, still have a cat. Yeah. Um, so I've, <laughs> I've actually ordered on Amazon a replacement, but I have not given it to her. I told my wife, I'm like, I'm going to order a replacement for what I broke. Yeah. But she's she able, she will never know about it until I give it to her. Mm-hmm. That's simply a you have to. I want to see something incredible out of you, kid. Oh, sure, sure. I want to see the day where you, where you go out of your way to help your brother. Or, or something, mm-hmm. you know. I, I hear you, you know, you you helped a kid from getting picked on at school or something, and you have to do something incredible to get that back. Yeah, that's cool, man. But I mean, I think it, that's it, not a bad it idea. It may never happen, so I may just have a unicorn thing. You give it on. back to her when she's like 17 <laughs> years old, and you're just like, I've been hanging on to this this whole time, and then she it, just it's goes, already it, it's already broken. <laughs> <laughs> you just step on it. <laughs> Whoops. Oh man. But yeah, so that God damn that dude, is like, that is hardcore. That was it, 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 it chewed at me for like three days. I told my wife, I'm like, I feel like complete shit. And she actually shared a story. Um, she was younger, like eight or nine-ish, when they were over at her uncle's house and she had a little squirt gun. She kept fucking spraying her uncle. Mm-hmm. And he told her, he's like, don't do that. Don't do that. If you continue, I'm going to smash it. <laughs> she well, what would she do? She fucking sprayed him again. He took it out of her hands, walked up to the garage, grabbed a hammer, and smashed the fucking thing. Nice. And guess what? She never ever did that again. Yeah, that shit stopped. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Those situations, um, and this is where people go, like you know, the obnoxious personality types will go like, "Whoa, that's that was trauma. That was you know this hot, tough thing." That stuck with your wife, and your wife is a fucking saint, especially to be married to you. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. yeah she, she deserves way better. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I definitely married out of my, my league. <laughs> nice. That's good. I feel like you. I feel like both parties should feel that way in oh, a yeah. good relationship. Yeah. Uh, so that, that stuck with her, and your wife is a wonderful person, so it's like... I don't know. I mean, that might have been a big part of her God, becoming I, the person that she is. I, I think Craziness. you're right. Like I, I remember. So growing maybe up, you just, you know, made Harper into an awesome person by smashing her little unicorn. Maybe I had to have to talk with her too, <laughs> or into a total psychopath. It could go either way. You don't know. <laughs> well, she did have a pair of scissors the other day, but she. Do you run at you with them? No, no, no. She she threatened her brother with them. She had them in her room from doing. She she has, she does crafts. She that kid loves doing artwork. And, uh, yeah, she had a pair in her room, and she was walking downstairs with them, and she, t- you know, tipped down all the fun safety stuff. Um, yeah, she's not – she did tell me, though. She's like, I don't like my brother. Huh. And I and I, I, I see, I, I have moments where I feel like a shitty parent and then moments where I feel like I handle situations really, really good. Yeah, because, I mean, when, when I hear something like that, I go, oh, well, this is room for a conversation. Yeah, so, she gets to be really honest right yep, now. And you can a, ask why. Well, and she's five. Her answer is like, I just, I just don't like my brother. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I'm like, well, that's fine. I'm like, you actually, you know what? You don't have to like your brother, but you have to be nice to him. I, I don't I don't care if you like your brother or not. I don't I don't give a shit. Just don't be mean. You don't have to like somebody to be nice to somebody. Yeah, that is so true. What a good teachable moment. So you know, I don't know if it's gonna stick or not. I mean, she she hasn't broken any of his stuff this week. <laughs> I don't like my brother. She no, she consistently doesn't like him either. Right? She doesn't like brothers, is what she says. That's so interesting. We, we asked her when we found out we were pregnant with Amber. We're like, well, what if you have another brother? And she straight up told us, "I won't like it." Really? I don't. I wonder why. I I think some of it is him being hmm. younger, and he's he's not the youngest kid at my mother in law's for daycare. He's kind of in the middle, but all the fun kids are older. So he's wanting to hang out all the time. So I wonder if it's a little bit of like, I never get to just play by myself or play play with Allie, who's one of the the girls at my mother in law's. You know, he's always kind of tagging along. Yeah. So I don't know if it's some of that or just simply 
He's he's rougher. Like he like he, he goes into a room and does fuck with her shit a little bit once in a while. He doesn't break anything. <laughs> does he? But like he'll come out and he'll have her her change. Mm-hmm. You know, she's a kid. She loves quarters, dimes, all that kind of stuff. And he'll come out with a handful of it. Or she had a she had uh, she got a light bright for her birthday, and he came out and he's at the top of the stairs. And then I just I hear what sounds like broken glass no, falling no, down the he stairs. Just threw the pieces. And yeah, he just had all the little bulbs. He's just. Just go like this. Down, oh, down this. You know, he's just being a, a, a little douchebag. So he's probably earned a little bit of that hate. He he has. Um, but that door goes both ways. Okay, so she's she's done plenty of stuff to him where it's like you're also being an ass. Well, um, <clears throat> so he has stolen a little bit of her thunder. If you think about it, so I'm the oldest. You're the oldest. Yep. Um. So I I definitely in. Part of it was like I was a uniquely independent kid where it was like I I didn't as much care about like the sibling dynamics because like all I really cared about was either drawing or going outside and playing with my dogs and like playing in the woods and stuff like that. So it was like I, I wasn't like ever a super, super social kid. Um, but every kid that follows the oldest kid takes a little piece from them. And everything becomes shared. So depending on how much time you've had before your next sibling, you have all of that time where you have total focus from your parents, from grandparents. You have full autonomy in the house or or not even necessarily autonomy, but you've got like the whole house is yours, right? So it chips away at you. And every kid that follows takes a little bit more in in that kind of thing. The attention changes. So it makes you wonder if like, Maybe part of it because Harper is very, very attached to you and your wife. Um, if that could be a part of it as well, why she dislikes her brother because she feels like, well, all of this attention that I used to get because I love being around my parents so much, all of this attention or a piece of this attention is taken away. And I think you're right on some of that. And it's kind of a catch 22 because I've, I've told my wife, I'm like, well, with each kid, there's, there needs to be an activity that we do with just that. Mm-hmm. Um, for Roman, it's usually disc golf, which is fine. Harper doesn't really care for it. Um, for her, though, it's like be on the back of the Grom. Mm-hmm. Um, her and I will go see a movie, stuff like that. But like I've, I've told her, Christine, I'm like, it's really hard to want to go do one-on-one things with Harper when she's been misbehaving constantly. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Like, I don't want to reward bad behavior by going to doing mm. something fun. And at the same time, I don't want to have to dangle that carrot every week. Like, okay, well, I need you to be really good all week so we can go do this one activity. Yeah. You could try it. um, And and this is the beauty of of parenting is like, yes, the time goes by really fast, but there's still (laughs) every single day with your kids. So you could always try this like where you go, okay, well, she's been misbehaving a lot lately. Maybe I just need to just give her a shitload of attention. Like maybe yeah. instead of, um, you know, trying to penalize her for acting out, I need to just spend a shitload of time with her and see if that just kind of changes everything where it's like, OK, I just I hang out with her a lot for like a, a full day end the day on the drive home and just be like, hey, what's been going on with you lately? And hope that like maybe some honesty comes out and you go like, okay, well, you know, maybe she's been really missing dad and daughter time, or maybe she's like anxious about the coming baby or whatever it is. Yeah, and I, I don't know. It, it's, it's kind of funny. Cause, um, I've, I've, I've sat down and talked to her and stuff like that. Like, you know, what's up? Why, why are you acting like all the, mm. like this? And she'll be like, Oh, I miss grandma. Which is like, well, at grandma's house, you kind of get away with more shit, mm-hmm. which we just don't have any control over because we're not at grandma's house. Does um, grandma give her total attention? Not total attention, but she kind of lets Harper run the house a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, Cause there's a handful mm. of foster kids, the adopted uh, girl, Elizabeth, and then our two kids and then their two cousins now. Interesting. So okay. So there's a lot going on. Could so, it be that she, she wants to have some control in the house? I think so. You know, could it be where it's like, hey, you get to make this decision about what we do Wednesday evenings or yeah. something? And I, th- I think there's, I think there's some truth to that. Maybe. I think, I think she does probably want to have a little bit more of a say. And does she like being the boss? Does she like want to? 
want to like she, tell Roman what to do and not necessarily being the boss. Um, but her teacher actually told us that if she doesn't agree with like what the other kids are doing or how they're doing something, she just wants nothing to do with them. Oh, interesting. <laughs> that could be a really good thing as she gets older. It, it can and it can't be. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't like dealing with the other kids' bullshit if they're not doing things the way she thinks they should be doing. So it's oh, like, it's, okay, it's one okay. of those yeah. like I can see it go both ways. Yeah, it's like you need to be accepted of other people's ideas, mm. but at the same time, it's like there's nothing wrong with being a strong leader. Yeah, like she's might not, might not like fall into some of the behaviors that other kids are doing. She's le- more likely to go like, nah, I'm not so much interested in this. If a bunch of kids start doing something stupid, she might be like, that's fucking dumb, and walk <laughs> away and do her own thing instead of like. Or, or she might try to show them up because she's. Fucking crazy. Yeah, the right. She's like, oh, you're jumping off this dock? Well, I'm going to backflip off yeah. of it. Whatever. <laughs> Which is probably Who more knows? likely. Um, yeah, so, I mean, my, my boy is coming up on three years old. And so he, it's it, like these things are going to come in time. Um, but to give, okay, so we've been dealing with like one of the, the negative behaviors or one of the uh, maladaptive behaviors, whatever the, the right term is, um, with Atticus lately is that he... Uh, he gets really rough with his sister. So mm. she's six months old and he is coming up on three. Um, he gets really re- like this kid is just crazy amounts of energy. And when he tries to give her affection, it's like he's like squeezing her and he's pulling her towards him and like messing with her, like touching her face and like poking her nose. And like he's all over her. He just tackles just things. too much. Like, yeah. He just overwhelms the things that he wants to be affectionate with. Like, so with the dog, he'll tackle the thing and just squeeze onto it and just like hold it and pull on its limbs. Like, he's just like starved for physical activity, right? So, anyway, he does this with my daughter, and we have to like be on top of him because he gets like he hurts her because oh, he yeah. gets so it, physical yeah he's just he's bigger than her and that's just how it is yeah, he's tugging on her head and like pulling her arms and twisting them in weird directions so it's like me and my wife are just like on on edge whenever he's touching her and it dawned on me that like <clears throat> we need to we need to okay so there's a couple of different types of like exposure therapy um but in my opinion, I feel like what he might really benefit from is like actually instead of less time with his sister, we need to give him more opportunities to do the right thing. So it's like so he's like he's he's all over her and tugging on her and stuff. And it dawned on me that like so we're always like yelling at him or we're like pulling her away from him. Um, he's never getting to really practice. He it's like so if you can only do things in small little bursts that you really, really desperately want to do, you you can't really be super calm. No, you, you can't. know. So what might be happening is that he's just not getting enough opportunities to figure out how to how to like engage with her in a safe way. Right. So it dawned on me today of like, Oh, we need to like reward the right behavior as much as we possibly can. But the only way to do that is to give him as many opportunities yeah, to, to as let possible. Him, let him try. Yeah. So I was like, well, okay, so we need to give him, he needs to be able to hold her straight up holder, like her sitting on his lap and he needs to get to hold her. And we need to just like, We'll be right there, but we need to not be like super all over him. Like we need to be right there in case we got to respond, but we need to give him opportunities. Right. And I think that that's, what's going to help adjust, (laughs) adjust that (laughs) behavior instead of just straight up saying like, we got to be on top of you and we're only going to give you like these tiny little snippets because he's going to end up feeling like, you know, just, anxious probably you know he's probably just gonna feel anxious yeah. about it yeah probably just knowing like oh i always get a reaction on mom and dad when i'm around my sister mm-hmm. he's not looking for a reaction he's looking for um he's he's looking to be affectionate with his sister and he just gets too worked up 
And I think the only way to help him become calm around her is to give him more opportunities and try and change his behavior with it. And by giving him more positive reinforcement with the good stuff. I think that's a like good You plan. held her gently. Good job, buddy. You stroked her hair. You didn't tug on Instead her arm. Instead of like you grabbed her by the forehead <laughs> and you like licked her face and you're like pulling on her arm this way. It's just, it's crazy. It looks like he's trying to wrestle her. Well, if he... Uh, he's doing the DDT. And if he needs to wrestle anything <laughs> when you guys come over on Sunday for dinner, mm-hmm. he can just play with Hagrid. Oh, he will, <laughs> buddy. He will. Oh, Hagrid will love it. Yeah, he's um. Good. Good luck with oh that. Oh my god. Roman tried to 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 write him today. <laughs> by by try to oh, um, Hagrid was so Hagrid. If you if you're just tuning in, Hagrid is our one year old Saint Bernard, uh, big big baby. Yeah. Super good dog. Big old fluff. Very very friendly. Um, but he was laying in the kitchen, and Roman got on his back and like. Like okay, come on, horse. Let's 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 do this. <laughs> Hagrid, come on, horse. Hagrid wasn't having it, and he just rolled over. <laughs> so now I have a hundred and ten pound Saint Bernard trapping my three year old's leg to the ground, Holy and my three year old just screaming because he fell over oh, no. on, on the dog. And I'm in I'm in the living room. My wife is in the kitchen with all this, and my wife just looks at him like, "I told you not to fuck with the dog." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Figure I your know. shit. Figure your shit out, kid. You've been told uh, not to fuck with the dogs. The dog's pinned it to the ground now. This is your problem. <laughs> problem solved. Yeah, I mean, it, you kind of have to do that. Like, you have to just give these teachable moments oh, and yeah. like try and explain it to them. Well, I, I feel that's all fucking parenting, man. That's all parenting is. There's no book, there's no movie, there's nothing to tell you what you're going to be doing at any given moment or mm-hmm. how to do it. Parenting though is facing these little moments periodically throughout your week and your day and just reacting. That that's all it is. Yeah. Yeah, it really it's is. It's fucking crazy. And there's no like perfect pearl of wisdom. Like as you guys can tell, I mean, so you've got three <laughs> kids now. Oh yeah. You are a veteran parent in that sense. Oh, God. Of like I've, you've got three fucking kids now. I, mean, I, I drink like a veteran, but Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Okay, so and I've got two kids and I, so I, I worked with disabled kids for years. So I've had yeah. a shitload of experience with like kids that have really significant needs and stuff. And even even with all of that experience, every kid is different. The mm-hmm. same thing. One thing that works with one kid doesn't work with the next kid. Yeah. It is so much of a mixed bag of craziness and you just have to roll with it. And at the end of it, you, <laughs> like it's still you're still at like the same point. <laughs> you can be 55 fucking years old and have raised kid like grown children who are out living in the world. And if somebody plops the next kid in front of you, you're like. Oh my fucking god! What do I do with this thing? This it doesn't like this, but it likes this, and it does this when it does yep. this, and it's they're it, all fucking different. Every kid is yeah. there's. You're, it's like you're. It's like you're trying to problem solve a vehicle, and just when you think you have it figured out, you realize you've been working on the wrong problem. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's like British. Yeah. British cars. It's just it's it's like working on a Lancia, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like anything made by what is it, Lucas? Lucas Lehman? Yeah. Who did the electrical stuff and like older oh, uh, Jags? I, I don't remember. No, I, I know the older Jags have shit electrical though. <laughs> yeah, it's just all metal. <laughs> yeah, anyway, guys. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's that's just the never-ending thing. It's like we could do a podcast just on the craziness that happens with our children well, yeah. and just always and it, trying to like work through the issues. Well, the shit thing is, is when you got more than one of them, you'll get on, you'll get on one of them for, for doing something and they'll get sent to their room mm-hmm. and then five minutes will go by and the next one will do the same exact thing their sibling did. And you're just like, what the fuck? I just got yelled at your sister for this. Now you're going to your room. Like you, so an example <laughs> of that might be like throwing their food on the floor or something. Just not sit, like not sitting down at dinner. That, oh, that, that's a big thing of ours. That is such a pain in the ass. That is every a huge kid. thing in our house. Is you have you have to have a couple bites of everything. Mm-hmm. You don't have to eat all of it. You don't have to like it, but you have to have a couple bites of everything, and you have to sit your ass down. Mm-hmm. Both Roman and Harper are awful at that. Oh, dude, my son is the same um, way. 
Harper will constantly do all sorts of shit. Roman will find every excuse under the sun to get up off the chair. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'll send Harper upstairs to her room because I'm like, you're not eating. Get up there. And two seconds later, Roman's out of his chair to go play with a toy. I'm like, you're not eating either. Get your ass upstairs. Like, oh, my God. Figure your shit out, kids. Yeah. Yep. Boy, that sounds familiar. I've, uh, I've, I've said in front of Roman and Harper, as I'm holding Ember, I looked at it the other day. I'm like, God, you're my favorite one. <laughs> 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 but in front, in front of both oh, of them, like, fuck you and fuck you. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you're both funny. being assholes. Is, isn't, isn't that like the experience of all the kids, though? Like oh, yeah. the baby is always the favorite one. The baby is so simple because right now. She just sleeps. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The baby, it, it doesn't matter if they're, you know, 18, 16 and 14. The baby is always the baby. From what I've heard. I can see that. And that little one is going to get to learn from all of the dipshits before her. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the God. oldest tends to do the the uh, the most dumb shit. Well, and then the next one learns from a little bit of the, you know, mistakes of the oldest. And then the youngest in this three three kid family gets to learn from the other two dipshits. So, so it's. Have, has has your kids done something yet where you're where you're looking at them and you're just we both love our kids dearly. I absolutely love my kids, but have you ever looked at them and just been like, "How fucking dumb are you?" <laughs> Ro Roman is obsessed with rocks still. We were going for a rock the other day. He stops in the middle of the road. So Duluth has really shitty roads. Every road has potholes, and every pothole has rocks, loose asphalt, all that kind of stuff. He stops in the middle of the fucking road we're crossing to pick asphalt <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just looking at him and i'm like are you fucking serious asphalt We're not on. not a nice rock not an egg it's asphalt asphalt <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that's amazing get your ass on the sidewalk just oil soaked tarry <laughs> shitty rock clubs stuff. of asphalt <laughs> and then he's got a handful of this shit and like put it down and he doesn't just drop it down he's gonna throw that oh shit yeah away. well he's gonna throw it into some poor fucker's yard or at somebody's car it's like are you are oh you for God. real kid like i i, I, I love you to death but Stop what the it. fuck are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. I know. Uh, okay, so my son, he's he hasn't had a ton of those situations yet, um, but there's definitely been moments where it's it, it is the what the fuck are you thinking kind of situations. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I, they're never ending. No, they're you not. Know? And just when you think you got it all figured out, something else happens. Oh, totally. No, like, like I said, Harper's being a dick to her brother constantly. I'm like, okay, cool. She's she's been really nice ever since I broke her unicorn. Mm -hmm. Awesome. This morning at about six fifteen, I hear from downstairs what sounds like somebody being fucking stabbed. Is the only way I can describe it. She comes Jesus. up the stairs grabbing her head, and I'm like, oh shit. Like, okay, what happened? There's a little travel uh, shampoo bottle that Roman got a hold of, and he chucked it at her <laughs> and beamed her in the forehead. I wonder why she doesn't <laughs> like him. <laughs> oh, I just so yeah. He he. I go downstairs. She she's overreacting because she always does. She chose out. I bring him upstairs, put him in timeout, and it's just it's that constant battle of like, she needs to be nicer to you. Which we're working on, but then you oh do shit God. like this, which is fueling her to be mean to you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, why? And why do you think she fucks with you, kid? Yeah, and because you're throwing shampoo bottles at her <laughs> fucking skull. But he's at the same time, he might be throwing shampoo bottles at her because she's being mean to him. So yeah, it just circles. That's true. It's like sort of like who started the shit. Yeah, and he he was obsessed with shampoo products this morning. So he, after about 20 minutes of that, <laughs> he got, he came out of his room again and I didn't know he went into the bathroom and he comes into our room and, you know, says mama and dada and all this other shit. And I'm like, what, why does it smell like cleaning products in here? Like, what the fuck? Get out of bed again. It's better than shit. <laughs> he had a bottle of conditioner and he had oh, conditioner no. up his arms, down his pants, on his leg, on the toilet in there. And I'm like, what the fuck is he just like <laughs> slathering himself in it it's like the guy from uh oh god what's his name from uh joe dirt the guy with all the lotion <laughs> 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 with the conditioner oh my god it's like 
that that's kids. It's like when yeah, you when, well, yeah, when you put out a, one fire, you turn around and that's on fire. <laughs> that, that's just all it is. You're just putting. It's out, just putting out fires. Yeah, Having kids is putting out, out fires. Putting out fires, and when you think you had all the fires put out, there's a new one. There's a new one. Inevitably, it's, just, it's, it's always something dumb. <laughs> well, it is. Why yeah. the fuck are you playing with conditioner? You know, it's, it's you peculiar. Know <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. So yeah, that's been my my day. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a pretty interesting day. I mean, well, okay, so my son is potty training. Which is awesome. That's Which a, is a trip. It's yeah. a fun time, but you're going to have some really shitty situations. Oh, Pun literally. completely literally. intended. So he's <clears throat> not to the point where he's diaperless at night because, you know, it takes he, he's forever. that. Yeah. Harper isn't even diaperless at night. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, shit, I sleep. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like father, like daughter. Uh, it depends on how much PBR is in my system. Fair enough. Yeah. It's, it's more laziness so at that point. My little man, he. OK, so we're on day number two. So day number one was him just bare assed running around the yard, running in the house. Uh, it's really cute. So if you've got young kids like um, no joke, look forward to potty training this aspect because it's the cutest thing. Be completely honest, though. You're slightly jealous. He got to run around with his balls just hanging out. Oh yeah, like his his little fucking wiener is just like <laughs> it's everywhere. Oh yeah, it's just like, you're just like ah oh, to be free again. <laughs> you imagine how nice that would have felt in the last couple of days. Oh yeah, it's been gorgeous weather like here 65. in Duluth. Like it's sunny, sixty five, which is really nice. Like it, it when you're <laughs> so if anybody's listening to this who's down <laughs> south, you're like, how is sixty five comfortable? Um, we get thirty below. Yeah, that's <laughs> without the wind. Without wind chill. 60 below with wind chill. Um, so 65 in the spring feels fantastic. Feels mm-hmm. like a, almost feels like a summer day, especially with the sun. Sun makes it feel like it's in the 70s, right? Anyway, so naked little boy running around, wiener just <laughs> wiener out, ass in the breeze. Sounds amazing. Sounds so nice. You do that now, you're a sex offender. Oh, yeah. yeah you, you hit 10, and uh, that can't happen Ain't anymore. cool anymore. Nope. Is, thanks, <laughs> nope. thanks for ruining that, America. As soon as there's hair on your ding-dong, you cannot have it out. Yeah, apparently there's grass shame. on the field. You can't play ball. Yeah, there is truth to that. <laughs> and probably for the best, honestly. Yeah, that's men true. Are gross. Um, so... <laughs> Anyway, so he's he's potty training, right? And day number one comes and goes. Uh, we're amazing. Bear asked, like, any time that we prompted him to go potty, he went potty. Nice. Or tried to. He told us, I need to be. So. Hell yeah. That's a big step. Day number one, the kid's already kind of identifying the feeling a little bit. Um, went amazing. Day number two, uh, mostly went smooth. He had like two or three little accidents, but he's still kind of identifying the feeling. So he's wearing clothes. He's got pants on for day number two already. We're just like day number one went so good. If it goes that good, they say to like throw the next thing at him. Yeah. So we're throwing pants on. Putting pants on. Yeah. Yep. And when pants go on, it feels similar to a diaper apparently. So yeah, I think it's a little bit more with underwear. Than, oh, I bet. Than just having shorts or Something pants on. Something like consistently holding your genitals. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's wearing pants, and he's had a couple little accidents, a little bit. Nothing in the house. It happens. All outside. Uh, so it, but for the most part, it's a lot of the same second, uh, same as the first day where it's like he's starting to identify it. He's, um, he's going potty in the toilet. Like, it's going really good. And it's been such a trip to watch this whole thing because... He's done amazing with every single little stage. The only thing that he doesn't do great is that he gets so wild, like we talked about earlier with the, the sister, <laughs> and so wild in the house, the dog, yeah. and just he's he's just a Tasmanian devil. But when it comes to like throwing these things at him, he does so freaking good, and it's it's exciting. And like you feel this like really cool sense of pride for your kid. You're just like, ah, you're freaking awesome. Yeah, you see him take <laughs> steps forward and all that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. It's the best. Um, it's a trip to watch this thing. Oh, yeah. That was like this little teeny, mm. little teeny, teeny, teeny you, baby. You can't hold your head up to, yeah, to hey, like, take a shit in the toilet. You're doing front flips <laughs> off of the couch and you're taking shit. Well, and, and like well before we were potty training, like he would just occasionally be like, I want to use the potty. And he crapped in the thing a couple of nice. times. Like, see, that's a, super cool. 
That's about how Roman is. Like, we're still working on potty training. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're really, especially with us both being home for the next couple of weeks, we're really, really focused on it. Nice. But there are some situations that you just don't think of. We were playing disc golf this morning. We were up at the Rock Quarry, mm-hmm. as you've, you've been to. They're, they're no- Rock Quarry is uh, where you guys go play disc golf. Yep, yep. It's a local course, uh, exactly like it sounds. It used to be a quarry. They turned it into a community-type park with hiking, rock climbing, a disc golf course, bike trails, all that fun jazz. So we're mm. playing there, and he looks at Christine and is like, I have to poop. Oh, no. There. Now, luckily, because I'm an experienced outdoorsman, I have toilet paper in my disc golf bag. Smart guy. Always keep a roll because yeah. I have had a shit in the woods before. It's really nice, honestly. I had to today, and I'm really happy I had toilet paper with yeah. me. It's it's genuinely a everybody <laughs> should shit in the woods. Oh, yeah. It's very free. Very free feeling. Like if it's, you. So, OK, which way did you do it? I leaned up against a tree. You leaned against a tree. So there, now, <laughs> OK, so there's a couple different ways you can do this. Did you like hold on to it in front of you? Did you no. hug it? I, or did you lean your back up against the I tree? I leaned my back up against the tree. Ah, did the okay. squat, make sure that the, uh, my pants That's my the feet biggest are far thing. enough forward. Pants, you push your pants forward a little bit, yep. too, just to make absolute sure. Um, depending on the consistency of said poo, you want to check wind conditions because that is a definitely, factor. Definitely. What um, did you eat? What did you drink? Yep. So we were mm-hmm. doing good. We had a slight light uh, left to right wind. Everything was going to go smoothly. Um, Five mile an hour westerly wind. Yep. We, ch- we checked gravity, so pulling at 32 miles an hour. So we right. were set up to go. Um, the only downside to shit in the woods is when you get done is you look back and there's just, there's just two feet of shit down the tree. <laughs> that, and you have to own the fact that that's you. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> Some animal oh, is going to come by and sniff that. Yeah, um, and be like, what the fuck? fuck did this thing eat but anyways oh so we're playing this is all mcdonald's <laughs> uh herbs and gerbs and mm. lion coolers nice great combination perfect um so it's a splatter yeah pretty much it's like somebody <laughs> it's like somebody threw a bucket of paint at a tree <laughs> pretty much. Um, just sneezed <laughs> <laughs> but uh so roman had to go while we were out there and i was like okay like that that's cool. Like you don't have underwear on, you just have your pants on. That's mm-hmm. awesome that you told us. He tried to shit in the woods. Nice. Uh, we they're doing they had some like construction type stuff. They're like, okay, well buddy, you're not gonna go out into the deep woods with me to to take a shit. So let's just lean you up against something. <laughs> 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 um, so you find some cinder blocks and <laughs> oh, no, he, 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 did, he did his little squat. I actually had to take his pants off so he didn't pee on his pants and yeah, stuff like that. Definitely. He doesn't um, have the skills yet to and he tried. I don't know that. if he just had a really scary fart. He actually didn't poop, but he he did pee. <laughs> scary fart. Like I don't know if he just wasn't gonna trust it. Because, you know, he's trying to figure out his body and figure out what all the signs are and stuff yeah, like that. So exactly. he probably felt the pressure and was like, oh, no, <laughs> I got to do this. Um, no, he ended up just peeing. But I was telling the wife, I'm like, I'm really proud of him to at least want to try. Like, we're out in the Dude, woods yeah. and he still wants to try to shit and, and he's not like, shit oh, himself. Like, maybe there's an opportunity that I can poop. In the woods. In the woods. Like, uh, not in my pants. Go for it. And I, I feel kind of bad for him awesome. because it is very rewarding to shit in the woods it's yeah. a it's a very nice feeling it, it is it, it is it, it makes you feel human for like well, a better yeah, word like, like you just you just feel like you're one with the earth dude, again we are monkeys <laughs> we are monkeys except for i didn't pick it up and fling it at somebody yeah <laughs> so um there's definitely something to be said about the shitting in the woods and how satisfying it's that natural. feeling is. So that's really cool that your son got a, a piece of that. Yeah, and I he he loves disc golf he so much. Try. He's been going out. We go out at least once a week with him, so I'm sure it's going to happen at some point in time. Mm-hmm. But to he's not quite potty trained yet, but to at least be out, out of his comfort zone, out of the house, and be like, oh, wait a second. I might have to go. I should try to go. Yeah. It's a huge step. But potty training's weird. Next week he could just shit himself at the table, <laughs> and he will. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, the best part. Is he you, will shit himself. So, are you guys a firm believer in not buying brand new clothes for your kids? Um. Okay. So the only new clothes that we buy is like really 
cool stuff. Yeah, so, like niche stuff. Um, we both love like punk rock. So we got an AFI uh, onesie for yep. Lumen. So stuff like that. If I come across like a band shirt or um, like there's a David Bowie onesie that made its rounds <laughs> with the kids. Awesome. Um, you know, it's stuff like that. Like that's the stuff that we buy new or um, well, no, honestly, it's shoes. We'll buy new shoes, but. I mean that's kind of it, and but, like there's a lot of hand me downs. Yeah, like for we, Lumen. we'll buy new underwear because oh, usually yeah. underwear is fucking weird. But like a lot of the normal shirts our kids have and boxers or not boxers, but uh, pants and shorts and stuff like that are usually either hand me down from other kids or they're like you know savers, Goodwill, whatever. Because mm-hmm. they're kids, they're gonna trash it. Well, yeah, exactly. There's and no point in buying new. You'll unless you're you'll definitely go through money. this with your kids, especially potty training. Um. They will shit their pants, and you'll just be like, "I'm throwing this away." Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I've already done that. The the number one advice I can give to new parents is never buy your kids nice brand new clothes because you're gonna just throw <laughs> that crap literally out the garbage. Yeah. Potty training, yeah. You're you'll be like, I pooped, and you're gonna be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I don't want to deal with we're this. We're throwing all of that away. And yeah. Guess who's getting sprayed with the hose? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I mean, that's uh, kid. Kids are so rough on so everything. Little man, he's he's had some blowouts, uh, <laughs> and those clothes have definitely gone bye bye. Yep. Unless they're like minimally pooped on. If it's minimal, there's a okay. scale. There's there's like. A spot that I can clean versus halfway up the back. Oh, ass disaster? Oh, yeah. Just like total blowout <laughs> or it's just like how do you get shit from head to toe? Rome, Those go. Roman had diarrhea the other week where oh. it came up out of the pants and like down like six inches. Oh. And I just looked at him like I should throw you away with the clothes, okay. but that'd be bad. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to have a diarrhea conversation. Um, so Atticus has never had diarrhea until about three weeks ago. And that poor boy, oh, he was, I felt so bad because he's never had the, the rotten tummy, oh, the sour tummy feeling. He's not ready like, for power cruise then. He's just like, just rotten fucking, that, I just knew it. I knew what that was because you could hear the gurgles and I was like, oh, buddy, I know that feeling. It's the worst. Yep. So you're just like, there's a lot of pressure. Like, you're you just gonna, feel like you're going to throw up or you're going to just shit. You're going to pee out of your butthole today. Yeah, dude. And boy, that kid did. Oh, my God. He just exploded like twice. And it was such a fucking mess to clean up. And then here it is like third time. And and he's so upset. He's just like crying about it because it clearly hurt. It's like, you know, like it's acidy and it burns. You can only wiped so many times, too, before they're sore there. Yeah. Well, I got little man laying on his back in his room and I'm like cleaning him up or whatever. And he, he, he rips ass slash sharts <laughs> while I'm cleaning like, like it projectile <laughs> hits me, hits the floor in front of him. It just like... It was it was a sneeze. It was an ass sneeze. It oh. just launched forward and like, hit me. Like shooting a milkshake out of a super soaker. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> and it was bubbles. It was in bubble form. <laughs> it was just like it was just this like sneeze of material with a bubble on it. And I just like I fought the laughter and also sat there for a moment and I was like I have shit on me. <laughs> I have shit on the floor in front of me. And my son is crying. Like, and let me tell you, like when it comes to like difficult, like difficult parent moments where you're just like, Oh my God, I have to pull it together. This was one of them, even though it was absolutely fucking hilarious. I couldn't laugh at him because I can't shame this poor boy. No, you can't. He is so vulnerable. He's crying. He feels awful. He's clearly embarrassed. Yeah. You can just tell this poor kid is only almost three years old. 
you can see embarrassment on his face because he just looks like miserable and he just looks like he regrets doing that. And you have to like, you know, you just have to like hold in the laughter while he's fucking <laughs> spraying shit at you. <laughs> God, and parenting's so much fun. <laughs> oh my God, it's 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 such a shit show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, so, man. ladies and gentlemen, uh, you guys have been listening to us for an hour talk about our kids. Yeah. Everything from the challenges of discipline to... Dealing with shit. <laughs> to dealing with, yeah, bubbly shit. <laughs> so, uh, if, if you're still with us, we want to thank you very much for, for listening. Um, we're going to be making a few changes to the podcast here before too long. Yep. I think we're going to be going back to some aspects of our, our previous style yeah, um just a little bit more structure uh a mm. little bit more segment oriented not to men- not to say that we're not going to have these rants the tangents, <laughs> the tangents. Yeah. Um, but just bringing back some of the segments that we have so yeah, there's some formality so. to it and now i think we're we're in a little bit better position where we can start looking at a guest yes absolutely we want to try and get guests in person Oh, yeah, because people are vaccinated and the world's opening up. And if you uh, we also want to try to get you guys involved a little bit, too. So if you have any fun dad moments, parenting moments, whatever, feel free mm-hmm. to share them with us. We'd love to share them with the audience. Well, yeah, exactly. Because we're all in this together. I mean, at the end of the day, I think we're yeah. all just trying to raise good human beings. Well, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like it, so most of our audience is local, but we actually what? do have some people that that watch from well out of our area even overseas um but it's it's so universal these experiences so i've got a couple of friends who are international on facebook um and it's really cool to like watch them go through very similar things and it's just like oh you might not speak the same language or you know you do but like your society is profoundly different than the united states but Raising kids and all of the craziness that goes into it is so similar. It is. It is. It's just a trip. Kids. So we love to hear these stories. Yeah, please send them our way. Yeah. We, obviously, we love to laugh about them, and, and we love to share shit. ours because it's such a. Yeah, it's like my my son, my son shitting on me. Like, but it's, at the end of the day, you know? it's at the end of the day, it makes life fun. Oh, it does. I can't. Um, I I can't imagine. Um. I can't imagine not having my kids at this point. Just like the amount of like humor and just, just the whirlwind is so good. It's, it's a roller coaster with a lot of lows, but when it's high, it's incredible. Yeah. There's no other way to describe it. Yeah, exactly. And even the lows are still like bittersweet because you're just like, (laughs) Oh, this is really challenging. Unless you're breaking shit in front of your kids, teaching lessons. That's, that's rough. That's awful. That's a rough moment. You never have to do that. Um, We all have moments that we regret when it comes to the parenting, but I don't think that that's, the, that's not that bad. That, that I've never hit my kids. Yeah. Well, who is that? My God. I've never oh. been drunk in front of my kids either. Really? No, I've never been drunk in front of my kids either. Come let, to think of it. I've had all beer, but I smelled like alcohol when Roman was born, but I was not <laughs> drunk. <laughs> I drove my wife to the hospital. <laughs> But I had smelling a, like beer. I had a couple of drinks. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that's great. Okay, so Donnie's gonna get arrested. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in for another episode of Bruise of the Dudes podcast. I'm Jake Linguist. I'm Donnie Allen. We both have children. Yep, and yes. we both have dealt with shit. So yes, we both had shit on us. <laughs> so uh, we will see you guys next week, where we talk about things. We talk about stuff. Yeah. Bye bye. See ya.